This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. Oh, so good to see you again. So, how are you doing? How are you doing? How effective are you being? How It's easy to move into self-judgment, isn't it? And to feel that we're not doing very well. We're not very good at this. And actually, partly that's because it's true. I wanted to talk today about things that make a good alpaca shepherd. And I realized two things with that. One, it sounds like I'm saying, I'm a good alpaca shepherd. You should be like me, which I'm not saying that. Let's, let's explore this together. The, the other thing is that as soon as I say that, I feel in myself, I'm not a very good alpaca shepherd. Well, it's, it's a thing I'm doing. I am being an alpaca shepherd. I'm doing the thing of keeping alpacas and trying to be a good alpaca shepherd. Now, it takes time. And I think that is the overriding thing that makes for good alpaca shepherds is time. It takes time. You start off, you've got some knowledge, you've got some awareness, you've got got some theoretical stuff, and you try to put it to work. And it's, you're not very good. You're not very good at this. There's a gap. There's a gap between what you think and feel is good alpaca shepherding. And, and what you're able to do from day one, because, hey, you're learning. The secret is that you're always going to be learning. You're always going to be in a place where you could do better. You could be better. You could be a better alpaca shepherd. So I'm a work in progress, and I'm sure you are too. And that's okay. Let's do that. Let's be a work in progress, and let's grow in our ability. So first thing that I think makes for a good alpaca shepherd. Courage. Courage and its near cousin, boldness. I'm not saying that we're going to be taming lions. You've got to step into a a cage with a wild beast. But alpacas are animals. <laughs> and they're strong. And they're not aggressive. Not normally. And you just sometimes, though, you've got to step in and do something. You've got to be the person who takes charge. When Just thinking about shearing, which is coming up fairly soon, there are times when you go, okay, this one, she goes up. This is this is Owena I'm thinking of, Big Brown. She's the one, I've got the cracked ribs to prove it. <laughs> she's strong and she's she goes up. She dips down at the back end and goes up at 45 degrees. And She took me with her one, one time. A uh, young guy was helping me, holding her at the front end. And uh, he didn't know how to check the movement. She went up. I was trying to attach ropes to her rear, rear legs, rear feet. And uh, she dumped me on the, the handle of an extension reel right across three ribs. <laughs> Ouch. That really hurt. It wasn't deliberate. She wasn't being aggressive, but she was being strong. And I had to be courageous to deal with that, to get it sorted, to get it go back and reach down. She Sometimes you reach down and you try to put a rope on a foot and they kick out. And if you're not in the right position, you can end up injured. 
So you learn how to be in the right position or not in the wrong position. You learn how to be courageous and be bold for the situation. But you don't feel it often, but you have to step in and take control and be the person, be the alpaca shepherd who's in control here. Not because you're trying to dominate, not because you're trying to, you know, kind of force them to do something, but there are things that need to be done and you have to make it happen. So there's no other option. <laughs> We're doing the shearing. She has to be restrained uh, for her safe safety and for mine. And we need to do do the job. Then the fleece needs to come off. It's for her well-being. So that's an example of a situation where you need some courage and some boldness to be able to step in. How about curiosity and its near cousin, teachability? Have you got curiosity? Are you teachable? I think that's a, a great factor that makes for a good alpaca shepherd. Curiosity, things that you notice, things that you see, things that you're looking out for. That curiosity, oh, that's interesting. She didn't come down for her food in the same way. That's something you notice. Oh, I wonder what's going on there. Oh, you see some behavior, you see some whatever when you're around them. And the curiosity that, that, that wants to find an answer, but not because it needs an answer. It's just kind of, oh, that's interesting. I'm always, I'm always thinking that. Hmm, I say to myself and to the alpacas. <laughs> Told you last week about singing to them. Well, I often talk to them as well. And how are you today? I often, I'm always asking them how they are. They never tell me directly. But when I'm watching, when I'm being curious, when I am being teachable and allowing them to teach me, I do find that I do get an answer to that question of how they are today. They changed by the weather. The windy weather makes them flighty. The wet weather makes them a bit flat and miserable. And do we have to be outside? And when it gets hot, as we you know, as soon as we get some nice weather, because we've had a whole run of fairly damp grey days, as soon as we get some nice weather and they start to feel the warmth, they're going to say, "Oh, I need to have my fleece off." No, 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 no. I know it's going to be cold at night. You can't have your fleece off yet. So there are things that we can pick up. And they will change. So be curious, be teachable. Third area is being a good alpaca shepherd requires compassion and its near cousin, empathy. You need to, to, to love these animals. You need to not just like them and what they do for me, but I need to, to, to try and find ways of doing the things that they would like. This is a different Root, let me take you this way. Let me take you to a different field. Let me give you a treat of those dried peas, those flake peas. Oh, they do. <laughs> they do love the dried peas. It's amazing. So that's that's an interesting one. How do you have compassion and care and empathy? How do you understand? Empathy is understanding from somebody else's perspective. So how do you understand from an alpaca perspective? Actually, this is stressful. This is a problem. Don't do this. Thinking, thinking about shearing, it's on my mind. You can tell. Thinking about shearing, and uh, we use bags, which you put the fleece into. And sometimes you have to give them a shake. If the animal's tied down and restrained, and then you shake this plastic bag <laughs> out of their sight, there's a sudden sound. There's a sudden. It's a bit stressful anyway. And then you add to it, and it, 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 they kind of twitch. You feel them and, and look at them. You can, you can see them tensing. Um, so maybe there's a kinder way of opening the bag more gently. It's taking account of how they are and what would 
keep the stress levels low. So that's compassion and empathy. That's the first one was courage and boldness. Second one, curiosity, teachability. Third, compassion, empathy. Fourth area, there's five. There's another two to come. Flexibility and its near cousin, resilience. Are you flexible? This is important, really, really important for being a good alpaca shepherd is flexibility. Oh, they've gone that way. Oh, I expected this to happen and it hasn't. You need to change. You need to be adaptable. You need to recognize that there's a thing that needs to be done and it maybe have to, have to be left. Now, I've just talked about shearing. You've got a thing that's happening. You've got to do the shearing. You've got to, Today's the day the shearer's there or you're doing the shearing. Then you, you have to do that job now. You can't wait. But really, there's how many occasions where... Owenna, the difficult one, the big girl, oh, she's got gorgeous eyes and she's a sweetie, but she is strong and fairly willful. Fairly, she's clear what she wants. There was a time when we tried to gather her up and, and restrain her and it was just, yeah, she, she got really wound up. So we ended up leaving her and releasing her out into the group again and then picking her up at the end rather than persisting with a, a situation which was going to get worse and worse we went for a flexible approach rather than just giving up. It was just adjusting. And there, there are things that happen and there are things that, you know, every day, every day, I got to go down and feed the animals twice a day, feeding the girls and carrying bags of food around, mucking out, moving the hay, doing all that kind of stuff. My choice, I choose to do that, but I choose to do that. That is a thing that I'm doing. And there's a resilience about that. That's a, this is my commitment to caring for my animals. And I need to just keep making those choices to do the things that need to be done, not dodging the things I don't really want to do or find more difficult. So there's a flexibility and a resilience that we need to have. And then finally, what makes a good alpaca shepherd? I'm hesitating though. Did you hear that hesitation? Okay. So the fifth one is being organized and being a planner. Oh, this is such a good theory. <laughs> and I struggle with this. Oh, no, I struggle with all of these, actually. I, I'm told you, I'm a work in progress. All of these things I am looking at historically, 15 years. We've been doing it a while now. We've done a lot of things a number of times. And being organized and planning, I do that. But I could be better. And it's not my str strongest of these areas of, of things that make a good alpaca shepherd. So maybe you're really organized and, and a good planner. If not, then you need to put a bit of discipline in there and, and try and try and include that in, in your arsenal of things that will make you a good alpaca shepherd, will make you a better alpaca shepherd, which will help you to grow and help you to care well for the animals. It's it's a work in progress for all of us. Courage and boldness, curiosity, teachability, compassion and empathy, flexibility and resilience, being organized, being a planner. So I said at the beginning that the, the one overarching thing for this is time. Time will improve all of these things. If you give time, you do the thing. Now, alongside that time, keyword here, repetition, doing it again. And my 
suggestion to you is to do small repetitions. Small steps repeated often will make for good progress. So small steps repeated often will help you grow, will help you become better, will help you become that good alpaca shepherd that you want to be. Don't overdo. Do, do small steps. Don't don't try and take for the big chunk. Go for the, the smaller steps, the smaller thing, but repeat it. Repeat it often. Repeat it frequently. The animals will become familiar with what you're doing. They will get more confidence in you and recognize that you're not about to do them some serious harm, but you actually... It's one of those things that has to be done and they'll they'll accept it. But small steps repeated often is a great way to make good progress, but also faster progress. I think that's a better way to make faster progress rather than spending a lot of time working on a thing and a big gap. A lot of time, big effort, focused on the thing and then a big gap. It doesn't, doesn't work quite so well. I think the, the regular little and often is is really helpful. So time is your overarching thing. Courage, boldness, curiosity, teachability, compassion, empathy, flexibility and resilience, and being organised and being a planner. There you go. Easy, eh? <laughs> so how do you how do you score yourself? How do you score yourself on those things? Are you a good alpaca shepherd? Are you good at those things? Now, okay. No judgment. I'm not judging you, and you shouldn't be too harsh and judge yourself harshly either. Remember I said at the beginning, we can we can judge. As soon as you start talking about these things, you start judging yourself and think, oh, I'm not very good at this. I'm, oh, look at this. It's, it's, you know. But there are some wins that you've had. There are some things where it's been really, you've done a brilliant job. It's done the right thing. At the right time, you've made a big difference by being there, whether it's a birthing complication that you've helped through, whether it's an animal with <laughs> bramble wrapped around them that need to be disentangled. They never say thank you for that, do they? The regular feeding of your animals. All those things are really important. And they're all little wins that you can claim and you can you can actually recognize our successes that help you to be a better, to be that good alpaca shepherd. Yeah, more to do. More work to be done, more things to grow into, more things to get better at. And let's let's get better at brushing things. Let's get better at shoveling things. Let's get better at carrying bags of food. Um, that helps you and your back and your other joints. Uh, and that's important. Take care of yourself. Because if you take care of yourself, you'll be able to take care of your animals better and for longer. So be kind to yourself. Have a good week. If you can, go spend some time with the small packers. Stand around and chew the cud with them. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps not literally chew the cud, but you know what I mean. Just spend some time around them. Have a little watch. Be curious. Be curious. Be teachable. See how they're feeling. See what will help reduce any areas of stress or irritation or anything. Find yourself being flexible. <laughs> oh, that horrible one sneaking up again. And the last one, be organised. Yeah, so spend some time with your alpacas and become a better alpaca shepherd. Have a great week. Take care. See you again soon. Bye for now. 
This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.